2: Should be.
1: I wish whoever made that open wasn't such a liar. It's all happening. More evidence today. It's happening. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, happy Wednesday. And Mike Harmon from from my family and, and my life to your family and your life. Happy John Wick Eve. We made it. It's John oh, Wick Eve, it's everybody. It's be so beautiful. Yeah, buddy. It's John Wick Eve. Well, yeah. Rossberg is organizing the after show party to John Wick. So, I mean, it's going to be beautiful. I, th- I think it's going to be tomorrow night. I think tomorrow night's going to be the after-party night. Well, it can't be tonight because the movie's not out yet. No. so Well, Well, I mean, look, Jason's kind of a big deal. He knows all these people and lives in their neighborhoods. There's no reason to think he could true. made a call or two to help us out. Listen, here's what I'd like. I'd like a copy of the new John Wick movie. I'd like actually John Wick 5. I want to watch that before John Wick 4. right? I'd like that. And a copy of the new Harry Potter books. Right. And uh, I'd like to sit next to Keanu Reeves during the entire uh, uh, screening. Probably and then do. Uh, we pretend to fight during the entire time. He's got that bulletproof uh, suit that he has on that really is such a great deal because you don't have to spend any money on it. You could just say it's bulletproof, and it just looks great. That's it. John Wick Eve, everybody. Let's go. John Wick Eve, let's go. Yeah. The excitement is, is palpable. He's doing everything he can to deflect from another Knicks loss. Uh, well, listen, there's not a lot I can do when <laughs> when, when the other team shoots uh, 16 out of 28 from three-point range. Not sure. When you're shooting 60% from beyond the arc, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to celebrate John Wick Eve because John Wick Eve is coming. Hey, man, He's when the hallmark coming. of your team's... Uh Success is, you know, predicated on defense and great defense, and you can't close out shooters. What do you think about? You think about shooters like John Wick, that's who right. always get his man. Hey, Jason, look on the bright side. At yeah. least you guys knew which uh, which basket you were guarding tonight. That's true. The, the Mavericks, that's yes, good. they did not know what basket they were guarding. That was a bit, that's normally a Knicks mistake, but they Thanks, Knicks yeah. took that out of their playbook because that doesn't happen. But you know, should ask me a very interesting question, Mike Harmon. What was Before that he says, "Hey, listen," he says, "Hey, so." I I I got the the whole thing that, you know with John Wick. I said, yeah, he goes. Hey, he's just going to kill more people. I said he's going to kill a lot of people. You watch, it's wow, a three hour gosh. movie. He's going to kill so many people. What are they going to stop making John Wick movies? And I said when he kills everybody on the planet. When when he's the only one left, then they stop making John, then maybe John Wick goes to space or he wait for, he freezes himself like Ripley in Aliens and he sleeps until there's a big alien threat on the planet. Then he wakes up and kills the aliens, but they'll keep making John Wick movies until everybody on the planet is You know, I think what's going to end up happening is um, you have the situation whereby um, it fades to black. And then all of a sudden, Bobby Knight pops up, and he says, I hope they're all dead. Yeah. And then it, then the credits roll. I hope they're all dead. And then, boom, that's it. John Wick's got to take care of everybody. That's how it goes, man. It is John Wick Eve. I'm telling you, we're going to look back, and we already look at it now. It's I mean, look, come on. It's like not even a question. John Wick 4, John Wick 5, John Wick 6. They keep finding an awakening to make this over-the-top and fresh and fun and insane. And I'm telling you, we're going to look back at this set of movies and go, This is maybe the greatest action series of all time, action series of all time. Just think about that for a second. Think about, about how Gun. good the John Wick movie. Well, Top Gun's not a series yet. We had we had a movie, we had yet. a sequel. It's not a series yet. If they go to the Top Gun world, hey, we're going to follow Phoenix and uh, Bob on their adventures. You know what I mean? Okay, then then you're into something else. Uh, but right now, I'm telling you, it's we're going to look show, back. Bob. We're a sideshow. What do you have for a sideshow? Uh, but we're going to look back and go, there was no action movie series ever better than the John Wick series, right there. It's a hot take right now, but it's not going to be. We're going to look back out and go, yeah, what? A-. I mean, as good as. Die Hard was the first movie. The second movie was really good. Ah, come on, man. You got John. I mean, I, I haven't even seen John Wick 4 yet. I know how great it is. I know it's going to be so incredibly awesome. I can't even wait. Yeah, I mean, because one of the things we do have to celebrate uh, and commemorate in this whole process is the greatness that is Keanu Reeves as a, an actor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, giving you all the acting you need with the look and a scoff. And the fact that he's supposed to be just one of the nicest human beings in the world. You root for that guy. Sure. You just do. Even if he's killing people. You're a nice guy, though, so I'm going to root for you. I, I know. They killed your dog. Sorry, spoiler. They killed your hey, dog. Hey, man, and that's, that that all could, that's, that's an origin story. You don't they need start, anything else. What start, did they do? This. They killed his dog. All right. Damn right. Him. They're all going to pay. Do you need my help? I guarantee you if you count them up, and I don't know anybody that's done this, but if you count up from the first three movies... I guarantee you, Keanu Reeves, John Wick kills more people than Keanu Reeves has lines, not words. Words, words oh, no, that's, he, that's, he be, that's probably true. He may have said more words than, but he definitely has killed more people than he's had lines. I guarantee it, and it's probably not even close. It's probably like, well, yeah, of course, you know, he's killed you know 374 people. He's had you know 204 lines, something like that. Guarantee you got to find a safe house? Guarantee it. Uh, now, while that is going on, happy John Wick Eve. John Wickie, we're here. Uh, It could also be happy Aaron Rodgers Eve because, yes, more (laughs) indications today. It is happening. And a new twist on it today, why it's happening, I'm even more excited than I was before, right? Some of the big NFL news today was the New York Jets made a couple of bam-bam moves, one right after another, right? They signed McCall Hardman for a year away from the Chiefs, really fast receiver, someone who would fit in when this happened. I said, is this an Aaron Rodgers-approved move? I mean, this has to be approved by him. I'm okay with it, but if he doesn't like it, I don't know. And then right after, they traded Elijah Moore to the Cleveland Browns. Now, the Jets trade Elijah Moore in a third-round pick to get a second-round pick back from the Browns. Hmm, and I'm putting my fingers up in the Brian Windhorst. Now, why would the Jets do that? Why would the Jets feel the need to get another second-round pick? Why? Do they just want a second-round pick? Do they want to trade Elijah Moore? No, well, you know what? Listen, we have wide receivers that are coming in that maybe the new quarterback, whoever he may be, is going to like. He's going to like Alan Lazard. He's going to like McCole Hardman. Uh, you know, Elijah Moore is the one guy who was upset at his role last year. All right, we can let you go because we got the other guys because we we got a quarterback coming in who likes all of these guys. It is all happening. It's just, I just wait. That's why every day is like Christmas Eve for me because I go, tomorrow could be the day. And when it's not, I'm not upset because I know we're one day closer to Aaron Rodgers' Christmas and it's going to happen. This is the, This has been the best time for me, a Jet fan, for so bleeping long. right? Because this is like every day it's, oh, it's going to happen tomorrow. It didn't, but it's still a great day because it's happening. Oh, it didn't happen today, but something else happened. It's going to happen tomorrow. Every day it's it's like Christmas Eve for every day for the past two and a half weeks, and it's going to keep going until I don't care if he waits another month until the trade happens because I could just be excited about this and not have to have the post-Aaron Rodgers trade going, no, are the Jets good enough? They're stressing. They better win this year. It's all. And suddenly now I'm like, oh, the expectations. I can't take it anymore. No, 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 no. I'm enjoying the whole it's happening. Give me Eve after Eve after Eve on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, buddy. Oh, that's great, buddy. Son is the same in a relative way, but you're older. Shorter of breath, one day closer to death. And maybe Aaron Rodgers... I know one of those two things. Why is do I have true? to be one day closer to death and one day closer? Can I just be one day closer to Aaron Rodgers? Why is that? All have to I'm saying is one of those things is categorically no. True. Two of those the things other- are true. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is true, but why does it have to be a part of it? Why don't you be reminded about that? Hey, Aaron Rodgers, how do you feel about being a Jet? I'm very excited. Uh good. You know you're one day closer to death as well. How do you feel about that? Wait, what? Like, wh- why does it have to be a part of it? We can, we can, we can deny that part of it. Just concentrate on Aaron Rodgers. That was the live your best life. T- Today, because Aaron Rodgers may not be there. Hey, buddy, I can only live my life so many. The games aren't until September. I can't, I I can't, I can't, we can't just start playing games next week, which, okay, if you could do that, but I got to wait till September on that, buddy. I know, buddy. It's it's a long time, the long slow burn. But I, obviously, there's some level of angst in you that wants to get this done. No matter how many things for foretelling and forecasting and crystal ball readings you may have to get this to fruition, the fact that it still just hangs out there is it's, it's got to irk you to some degree. No, no, because here's the best part, right? Here's the best part that I was getting to is that. The jet. If the Jets were going to trade a first and a second, if they were going to trade, if they're going to trade a couple of firsts, whatever it was going to be, um, they wouldn't have felt the need to make this trade for Elijah Moore. But now to get another second round pick tells me that a second round pick not only is going to be part of it, it's going to be a big part of it. Sure. Because I'm thinking now. Could it be a second this year and a second next year? That's where I'm at. That's why I'm excited right now. Okay, we don't want to lose a second-round pick, so we trade Elijah Moore. We're bringing the wide receivers in, and the Packers are going to get a second-round pick in 2023 and a second-round pick in 2024 because they want a pick in each year, just in case Rogers Rogers plays two years, whatever it is. For, that's what we've heard. They want a pick each year. So instead of first and second, I'm thinking it's a second this year and it's a second next year because there's no way it's going to be a first and a second and a second because They don't have the leverage. The Packers don't. They have to get rid of Aaron Rod. They have to move on from him because he can't go back. So I'm thinking now I'm excited that maybe it's a second and 23 and a second and 24, and the Jets are going to keep their first-round picks. This year it's 13. Next year it'll be 32. So I'm okay with that. See what I did there? 32. Win win the the Super Bowl, 32nd pick. See see what I did did there? No, that's good. Uh, That's not going to be the case. But I I like your uh, optimism. That is that is an endearing quality that you bring to the show each and every day, each and every day talking about your teams and the love that you have for them. And, and even though there's no basis in reality for your Super Bowl victory, other than you will, in fact, play a season in 2023, I like your optimism, but the, the picks make sense. Right. And certainly the longer it goes on, we, we try to see, you know, the veritable tug of war that's going on the game of chicken, whatever your great uh, analogy needs to be, whoever is winning that side by hold holding out just a little bit. Is it a late, you know, is it a third round pick has become a third day pick is it conditional on how many starts he makes or how many games you win you know the, all of those kind of things that that go into this process but it it's really just the I think we all come to the conclusion that it's going to happen but wherever there's a percent where it hasn't I just stand and kind of smile wondering if what could possibly go wrong and i'm not doing that to to torment and vex you it's more just the you know the stare down in in green bay mark murphy i will talk no more on this subject leave me alone (laughs) i think about him walking out to his car at the end of the day come on mark you got something go away sky's nice isn't it that's all i'm giving you (laughs) and now we have to interpret what he's talking about when he looks at the sky well, buddy, I would like I would tell you that yes, it could be awful. It could fall, fall all these things. But things have been awful and falling apart for the Jets for so long. This is the one we're owed. We're owed this, right? We, we're owed after a long time. We are owed this after 50 years of not being able to pick the right quarterback. We are owed this. We are we owed it? Didn't want to do it. Felt I owed it to them. We are owed this. I am not. I'm not feeling any sort of anxiety at all about getting Aaron Rodgers. It's going to happen. There's nothing that's going to stop it. Nothing's oh, gonna yeah. Nothing's going to stop it. I'll stop, stop it. it. What, how are you going to stop it, Frost? I'll what? just stop it. You <laughs> did. That'll be interesting. Uh, Fox Sports Radio producer uh, puts uh, puts puts a halt puts a that. halt on the Aaron Rodgers trade to the Jets. Who who knew he had such power? Uh, He's been it's the you know sitting on the sidelines. Like all right, I, I guess I got to get involved now. You know when the I'll fight are, him in a library Bobon style if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking Frost, you're more. I'm going to handcuff myself to the private plane that's going to oh, go pick Aaron Rodgers up and bring him to New York. You just want to picture me handcuffed uh, to a private plane. As, hey it's taking, as it's taking off, yeah, that'll be fun. Are they furry? Uh, sure, they could be furry. Why not? <laughs> I'm in then. Uh, t- <laughs> All of a sudden, Tyshirts stopped doing whatever he was doing. I'm paying attention to the show now. What is this? He said furry, I'm in. What are we doing? Furry handcuffs? <laughs> I'm here, man. I'm here. Come I'm on here. in, if you will. I'm it is here. a beautiful Wednesday night. Yeah. Come but- on, Jason. Handcuffs? Private jet furries? What? Sure. John Wick 4, Aaron oh, Rodgers. It's, it's that kind of night, man. Yeah, we're going tomorrow, right? I'm so down. We're going to go see. Now, have you seen any of the John Wick movies? Uh, I think half of the Out- outside of when I tell you, put them on here so you can see them. Right, I haven't watched any of them fully. I totally <laughs> thought he was going to go with who is John Wick. <laughs> you're going to start with the fourth movie. Yes! Okay. What's wrong Nothing with that? Wrong you don't think that? they're going to do a quick recap? Uh, I don't, what are they going to do, show all the kills you had? Right, and even if people they people don't. There you go. Here's, every, here's every one of, of John Wick's kills. Uh, it here's runs- a picture of his dog. Yeah. He got mad. He kills people. That's what it is. It and let's dog. go. Yeah, so, but there's a whole thing. There's this place they stay in that's a safe house. I don't care. Not- Okay, so you're just gonna pick it up and go. I just with it. want him to get the person that killed the dog. That's all I want. You did go see Top Gun 2 without seeing Top Gun. Great movie. Very, okay, very good. All right. Hey, let's keep it moving. The Lakers are playing. All right. Hey, are they? Frostburg? Are they back? You better believe it. Are they back? Uh, are they back? Austin Reeves in the starting lineup. Yeah. Uh, Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dumb. Look at this. Anthony Davis. No DeAndre Ayton tonight, right? For the Suns. AD should have like 50 tonight. Should be no excuses in the first quarter. Sure. Uh, big night in the NBA. Yes, we'll get to that. Incredibly bad. Knicks lost to the, to the Heat. But what am I going to do? They shot like 90% of three-point range.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long
1: enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live, as we always are, from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, you know they will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we have a big update from the NBA, so we're going to get to the NFL topic coming up in a couple minutes. But first, very big news here on the show. Mike Harmon has bought tickets for all of us for tomorrow night to see John Wick after the show is over. John Wick! Thank you, buddy. That's really nice of you i guess no thanks i guess no thanks from harman i wow. guess he didn't buy you your ticket I guess. wait did i not get a ticket oh i'm sorry yeah no, you're no. all set yeah dude come on man the show's starting here we're here man we're, we're, what's going I on i even yelled buble but, like the guy in that las vegas thing <laughs> like when you yelled wick oh buddy. almost shatner-esque con oh, going spock, on there. wow go see john wick Why? it was his birthday Why? buddy spock 91 i am spock. spock 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 but we're going to see john wick tomorrow night buddy no, I'm very excited. It's a, We need a team outing. We got to figure out how we navigate as we get out of the show and, and into the evening for uh, for the movie, and then obviously Friday to put a muzzle on you so you don't spoil it. Now, I don't know that there's anything more than a body count at the end that you'd be spoiling. Mm-hmm. Here's you know, a spoiler alert. John, you know, Wick, John Wick kills a lot of people. Yeah, I spoiler. don't know if there's some giant spoiler. karmic spiritual revelation that we'll be experiencing very, very late tomorrow night into Friday morning. But either way, it'll be fun to uh, get out laughing and have a few, uh, well, maybe a drink or two uh, with some proper villains and I will tell you this I'll tell you how much the people that work on this show like you because uh, Alex and and Frostberg I threw this out there to them and they both said no I said what we have to do now that Harmon's bought the tickets is over the course of the night eat like every every hour one of us say oh hey sorry we can't make it tomorrow to the movie oh I can and cancel it, it up until I, I will tell you this I can cancel it up until about five minutes before uh, the movie starts to no penalty yeah to but me. then you get Hit with a library book in the face. Yeah, yeah I, well, you you guys would if you were to wait that long. So no upset tummies. I'm just no, my head hurts. No, I'm tired. I'm just picturing you like standing there with a big thing of popcorn, the tickets in your hand. Where are my friends? Are my friends coming? Are we gonna go and see the hole movie? in the bottom of it or no? Where, where's my friend? No, no, no. It's all looking good. Like he's ready to share with everybody and everything. Going, oh, where, where are my friends? Are my friends? Are you my friend? Are you my friend? Are you my friend? You, my friend? Hey, you, James, you know what? I would make new like, damn friends. That's what I'd share Your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so John Wick tomorrow night, buddy. John Wick 4. Tyshirt's going to skip all. Tyshirt, can you just watch all three movies tomorrow and then just be ready, just be ready to roll right into John Wick 4?
2: Yeah, no worries. I'll skip the odd couple and then I'll come in for our yeah, show.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not, yeah. Odd couple, that's not important. Just, ah, just, not just not work deal. on this show. You'll be fine. But yeah, like quiz! Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be You'll be good. Uh, no, it's fine. Look, I, I, hey, look, John Wick is very important. I would even say if you want to miss the first couple hours of our show. To watch the last wow, day. Wow. Okay. Sure. Well, because there's a, you know, John Wick three has a lot. Parabellum has a lot of stuff. There's a lot of mirrors at the it's, end. It's not like we have the sweet sixteen going tomorrow. Or no, anything. no, but 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 T-shirt tie- tie- shirt would rather see John Wick. I think. I think.
2: I think. Rather I kind of want to go in just blind. This can be fun. Okay.
1: John. Here's here it is. John Wick is a farmer. Really? uh, Yeah, and then the whole whole plot line, the first three movies, is he's trying to raise all these different animals on his farm, and he tries to keep the farm solvent and not have to worry about selling it. And then these dead baseball players show up, and they start (laughs) playing- in the field and one Are they of like them zombies one of them hit yeah, and one of them hits John Wick in the head with a ball. he gets really mad and they start fighting. They kill John Wick's dog. he goes and kills all the baseball players, right? All these guys with all crazy names like shoeless Joe Jackson and and Eddie Seacott and all the and so then he starts killing all the undead baseball players coming back like Ty Cobb shows up and Babe Ruth and all that and it's a whole big thing. and that that's just the first half hour of the first movie. Is Babe still roided up when he's a zombie? Uh, no, no. Babe, babe was Babe was Babe was all roided up on on uh, on hamburgers, <laughs> on oh, okay. booze. I was gonna yeah, say yeah,
2: roided up on what?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, ham- I him. mean, it's shots ham- for the uh, STD he sure, was sure. carrying at whoa, the time. Whoa, allegedly. whoa, wow. whoa, whoa, uh, whoa! I said allegedly. Yeah, yeah and, allegedly. Oh. and the booze uh, and the and the hot dogs. She's got grandkids, man. What are You talking about man? <laughs> hey, I heard some guy on the radio talking about grandpa, and he's Said something about an STD. That's what's going to happen, man. Look what you're you doing to people. Destroyer of souls. Wow. Wow. Oof. Your Babe Ruth cards just went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they Sadly, didn't. I don't have any of those. Oh. Uh, so while we're getting ready, and happy John Wick Eve, by the way, because oh, it is, yeah, it is John Wick Eve. Let's go. A crazy moment tonight from the Mavericks and their 127 125 loss tonight to Golden State. Golden State wins a game on the road. Again, they now have nine wins on the road. Here they come. Here come the Warriors, right? They won a couple of games on the road the last couple of weeks. Here they go. They beat the Warriors 127-125. to 125. Two of their points, and the points that made the difference, courtesy of an inbounds play during the game where the Mavericks go to defend the wrong hoop. So you have five Mavericks players at one end, Five, Warriors player at the other end to inbound the ball. The Warriors inbound the ball, get a bucket without it being defended. 29 on threes. This would be the night to really look for those twos in attacking. What is going on? Uh, Dallas decided not to guard their own basket. That is... (laughs) That's going on Shaq of the Fool right there. Look at this. The, this is like, the Warriors' basket in the second half. There's no Maverick defenders. Looney's like, "Hey, thank you very much." This is—I've never seen this in my life. Uh, that's normally something you would see with the Knicks or Clippers, but it happened to the Mavericks. Coming out of the timeout. The Warriors TV on the call. The Mavericks had their five players under the Warriors basket. Meanwhile, the inbounds play was going to be under the Mavericks basket. So the Warriors all got there, their five players. The referees waited for a few seconds. They're like, okay, you're not in the right place. We got to blow the whistle. They blow the whistle. The Warriors inbound for an easy bucket. And the Mavericks are mad. because you know, this is what we need is more complaining from people associated with the Dallas Mavericks. It's enough we got to watch Luca complain every single time down the floor that he needs a call for something every single sure. time. And Mark Cuban uh, but now Mark Cuban has put this statement out in regards to that play that's getting a lot of viral attention right now. For those wondering about the play with 154 to go on the third quarter. Let me explain what happened. And now, let me take Mark Cuban. Obviously, someone who has paid a lot of money to get uh, to be able to have like a million characters on every tweet. Um, for those wondering about the play with 154 to go in the third, let me explain what happened. The ref called Mavs ball. The announcer announced it. There was a timeout. During the timeout, the official changed the call and never told us. Then, when they saw us line up as if it were our ball, he just gave the ball to the Warriors. Never said a word to us. They got an easy basketball. I don't know what that means but they got an easy basketball. Well, you know. Uh crazy that it would matter in a two-point game. Worst officiating non-call mistake possibly in the history of the NBA. All they had to do was tell us and they didn't. You know, this is I understand that there's probably a little bit going on here and and and, and quite honestly, look, as much as as fun as this was, could the officials have said, "Hey guys, all right, we don't want to embarrass you guys, but the ball's down here" and then they well, come well, down. Well, have- should been right. like every soccer game you've ever seen. Hey, hey, goalie, you good? Yeah, yeah. yeah, You good? You good? You good? Everybody yeah, go? okay. up? Give me a thumbs no, up. Give me a thumbs up. Okay. There's this awkward yeah. just holding it out on my hand. Yeah, And you can see even the inbound, it was like, how fast can I do this? So yeah. they'll get fined for that. They'll also get fined for Lucas complaining after he missed the layup trying to draw a foul. A uh, little bit of bodying. and Well, he really initiated most of the contact. And this would have been in the final 1.7 seconds mm-hmm. where he made the money side right the little rubbing of the fingers together towards the official after he didn't get that call but but this is my issue with the Mavericks because was this play something that the officials could have said hey we'll do you solid on this we ready we blow the whistle we wave you know you look down and the players look down and you wave them to come down and they could you could have done that and you know what and, and and the Warriors wouldn't have cared. They wouldn't have cared. They would have said, "Okay, right. We inb-. they thought it was down here. It was down. Whatever. We you know. We but the fact that it seemed like the officials wanted to give the ball to the Warriors. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. That's something that probably could have been done a little bit better. And 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 it wouldn't have really been a complaint. Oh, hey, the Mavericks thought the ball was going to be inbounded down at there, down at the other end. Here they come down here. So a couple of second delay while we get going here with two minutes to go in the third quarter. So yeah, that was probably that was probably something the referees could have could have helped them. Mavericks out a little bit on. But here's the thing, is that this is what I can't stand about the Mavericks, is that they now have the optic, and I always tell you, perception is reality. Whether it's true or not, perception is reality. If someone thinks you're a really bad radio host, and meanwhile, you think you're pretty good, and and other people think you're pretty good, but the person that thinks you're bad is your boss, guess what? You're a bad radio host. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The perception of your boss is you're a bad radio host. You got to change that, right? Perception is reality. If it's not always fair, but that's how the world works. And the perception of the Mavericks is, and, and their optic is just, I can't listen to them because they always complain. Right? It's a lot to see Luka now every single time complain. LeBron has a theatrics once in a while on that whole big, oh, I got called for a foul. It was kind of embarrassing for the guy. And still, everybody jockeys for calls, and I understand that, but there's a way to do it without looking like, oh my goodness, I just can't listen to you anymore. Because that's Luka Doncic every single time down the floor. It's like, every, like there, there are you know there are hundreds of possessions in every game and every every time down the floor, and if Luke is not making a step back fadeaway jumper where nobody's on him, there's no foul. He's complaining about it, and Mark Cuban, never shy for his opinion, decides to go with a meltdown tweet when all he had to do was say ah we thought it was down here, or uh, maybe next time we'll guard the right basket. And you blow it off. It's one moment in one game out of 82. I understand that you are fighting for the playoffs, and you're a 500 team, and you're upset that you're free-falling through the Western Conference, despite the fact you got Kyrie Irving, and still you can't win. I understand this, but this is one point in a game, and you chose to blow it up and make it bigger than it is. And this is why the Mavericks fail. Because here's here's the Mavericks, they give you that bad optic, and there's Something always going on that. Prevents them from achieving, or is stopping them from doing. And it's all oh, look at Luka. he doesn't get the calls. He should get more calls. Here's Mark Cuban melting down about a call that was a one possession thing in in the in the middle of the third quarter. You had chances to do stuff in the fourth quarter. I get you; you got done wrong, and I understand that. Maybe the NBA will have your back on it, but sit here and go out with this and go. I'm so mad. Worst non-call, dude. Just just back down. Just take it easy. I mean, no one's gonna have a lot of sympathy for you because all, all fans think is you were the wrong part of the court right why is he doing this? he's right. on the wrong part of the court like i have no time for the mavericks with this and they should they should worry more about where they are and why they're falling through the standings and why luca can't raise them up when he supposedly is the mvp then you're worried about this one call but this is what the mavericks do they, they consistently have this image and this aura about them of they're going to complain about everything because their star complains and their owner complains and that's the optic yeah, I think that's the the problem is that you've got the boy cry, who cried wolf mentality here. Cuban, who has been fined millions of dollars at this point, if I'm not mistaken, uh, if we go through the aggregate for being overzealous, shall we say, towards officials, uh, being a guy who's taken the Jerry Jones, I'm active and excited about my squad to the higher level. And it's one of the things you love about them. Also, one of the things that you just shake your head and say, "All right, you got to let go," uh, at some point. And they—they're just gonna play, and you're just gonna own, and—and and that's the way it goes, right? You're—you're you're not playing. It's, you know, the parents on on your daughter's softball team, soccer team, volleyball squad, whatever—that feels like they need to inject themselves into what your kid's doing. Forget about getting after the official. No, no, no. I'm going right after. It's like, come on, get to the right. No, no, no. you, you see that? She said, over there. It's like, no, no, no. You're, you're not the coach. Shut up. Sit down. Uh, and that's Cuban in many of these instances. So while he may have been right, and I've watched this probably 20 times now, it makes no sense for what the official did. I think we could all agree to that. Like it makes no sense because it not makes changing. everybody look dumb, but it doesn't change anything. So other than saying, "Yeah, we're weren't happy with it," we'll talk to the league. Yeah, and you're, moving on. You're complaining about a call that was a call made in the third quarter of right. a game. It, it, it didn't go close any, things it, out. It didn't foul anybody out of the game. It didn't. It was it was bad, but okay. I mean, you're, you're complaining. This is well, not a last second shot. You're complaining about this. Because that's the other part is Luca had plenty of time, and I'm not just saying the fourth quarter, even down the stretch in what was a two point game, to make plays and he didn't. And he kept looking and creating contact, initiating contact. I referenced the one point seven seconds left. He went under the basket, did one of those where he drove slightly too far and then tried to bull his way back in, missed a shot, and didn't get a call. And he didn't deserve a call. Just because your name's Luca and you live on the second floor obligatory reference there TJ that you you don't get the call and he had plenty of time and i get it Kyrie Irving didn't play blah blah it doesn't matter you were in the game play the game stop worrying about the officials you had you had a foul shot differentials and all of these things that that work in and i know you're complaining about this one play and it was egregious and it's a terrible look for your squad Because in a vacuum, that's what it's going to look like. And everything you may have written was correct. But when history for years upon years, on this date, you were fine this for complaining about the officials. On this date, how many 15-minute monologues are there from our show and from others going, yeah, and then Lucas started complaining again. And here we go again. Here goes Lucas. here he goes. Biggest baby in sports, Mark Cuban. Here goes Lucas. John Wick, it's all John Wick music all night long. Got to get one of those John Wick bulletproof vests, uh, bulletproof suits. Well, you couldn't Duh. fit in one. Yeah, I, I. whoever came up with that idea in the John Wick movies has to be incredibly rich right now. Well, we want to say that his his suit is bulletproof. What do we do? How do we make it? Let's call the art department. Let's Let's manufacture something. Let's <laughs> spend a lot of money. And then somebody just said, why don't we just say it's bulletproof? What does it matter? Do we need to see <laughs> exactly. something? We just made it. It looks like a regular suit, and it's bulletproof. Just hey. show the tag, and it says Kingsman in it, and hey. move on. Hey, what's your name? Oh, my name's Jason, sir. Hey, you're promoted to first assistant director. That's it. You just say How much money did you just save us, Jim? Oh, uh, boy, Jason just saved us probably about uh, $300,000, $400,000 with that idea. Hey, hey, you sit next to me with your good ideas. Yeah, we just say it's bulletproof. Oh, okay, great. Well, and now we have an extra shooting day because we don't have to do that scene. We don't have to do that explanation. There is literally one line that you say in all seriousness. It can stop a tank. That's all. All right, let's go. All right. Is it a real bullet? No, it's not a real bulletproof. It's just a suit. It's just a regular suit. We just we just have a lot of them. That's all. It's we're just trying to really get them excited to go out into the field. (laughs) Can you feel the fabric? It's right there. It's very very soft. Very soft. It's just yeah. That's how it works. Jason, what are you going to do when you realize your seat reclines all the way? Uh, You're gonna oh no no! Sleep like a damn bear. Well, see, here's the thing: is I got to get up early tomorrow because I got to. Oh, uh, I, I got to. You get early, up when you wake up in the God, morning. Well, and- I got an early. I got to get up at like eight thirty tomorrow. Oh, and poor guy. Then, well, you know, hey, I tell you certain things. I need sleep. I need my. I know everybody needs sleep. I need my sleep, or I can't function. And so I'm gonna definitely gonna need a nap sometime in the afternoon if I'm gonna make it, because I don't want to get to John Wick, you know, after the show tomorrow night with with, with everybody and just be like. Ooh, yeah, so that's an expensive nap you owe Harmon like 55 bucks no 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 i i, I might have to just sit up and make maybe, you know force myself to stay awake i have to bring in a mocha or something so i can uh, make sure i got the or caffeine we just punch you every time john wick kills somebody you'll be punching me <laughs> for three hours can't do it, man. Let's go. It'd be like in Ocean's Eleven when when Andy Garcia thought that uh, George Clooney was getting punched for like three hours by the bodyguard mm. just that you punch him entirely mm. the whole time. Jason, what if,
2: though, this yeah. is his monk arc, and he goes into like this whole recluse mountain thing, and he kills nobody this movie.
1: and It's, it's like it's like Castaway, except yes.
2: he's in the mountains. and oh, no That would people. be
1: the greatest one-weekend box office troll job ever. Can you imagine? And, uh, John Wick 4 making uh, $300 million in week Week one uh, went down to $8 in week two. Uh, that's, that's a big drop-off after week one. Wait, didn't they really just steal the plot of Doctor Strange for his journey to go find himself? <laughs> well, if John Wick finds himself face-to-face with the Scarlet Witch, then then, then I'm going to say, hey, wait, hang on a second. I need my money back here. <laughs> well, Ben Bratt <laughs> shows up as well. <laughs> oh, Ben Bratt, is he going to be in a movie? Boy, hey, you talk about another guy who was part of the vast barren wasteland of the aughts, Benjamin Bratt. Right, like, oh my God! Hey, yeah, hey, I mean, hey. This, he was man. in Catwoman. You There's shut no, up. Okay. There's so many people who are stars in the aughts that just have, have just disappeared you just don't. Well, even but then he was uh, Manny's dad on the. Earlier in the week mentioned modern fans. Yeah, he was in like two episodes and that was it. Right? He was in two episodes. And they even couldn't even put him in it. He was a guy that wouldn't show up. That okay. was Benjamin Bratt. No, he's not gonna show up with us. Uh now you're not gonna believe who came to Tom Brady's defense earlier today, none other than his ex-wife, Giselle Bunchen who did a vanity fair uh column uh in an interview that I think was um a little bit older it, it wasn't like they they talked to her this week but they, they did it shortly after their divorce and she talked about Tom Brady and 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 their life together and said some shocking things now this is a couple that got divorced and you know moving on and and she said hey um it was really tough last year I'm rooting for Tom all year long but that last game was very difficult what can you do he didn't have an offensive line here's Giselle Buncheon <laughs> offering hot tips. Takes about the NFL. The Bucks offensive line sucks. If he had the offensive line, things would have been different. You but know what, no She's offensive that wrong. line. Yeah. But he's Tom Brady, right? He should be able to do it all. He's Tom Brady. Oh, uh, Tom's got no offensive line. No. Uh, I can't believe CBS didn't sign her and say, Hey, Tony, we're gonna kick you to the curb. Giselle Bunchin's gonna come in and analyze games here. We're gonna we're gonna gym, kick you out. Gym, gym. We're, we're gonna kick you out, Tony, and then we're gonna have Giselle be the A person on C B S against Tom, who's gonna be the A person on Fox a year from now. And it's going to be Giselle versus Tom. Now you think that would, wouldn't that be a great idea? They put Giselle Bunch in the booth cuz she yeah. said in the in the Vanity Fair article, "I've watched so much football, I could be a referee." She knows so much about the game. She can be a now referee you're now. you're talking. There you go. Put her we in the We need booth. more referees. There were a lot of guys that retired this last year. hmm Yeah, put her, uh, yeah. But, but, a lot of guys we, said to hell with this, just like college coaches. I'm not doing this anymore. Jim, oh, Jim, yeah. Jim, where's my nerd? <laughs> Jim, Jim, get bringing in Giselle Bunchin, Jim. She's going to be next to you, Jim. And they're getting rid of me, Jim, Jim. Can't you say anything, Jim? Can't you, can't you keep me around, Jim? This is huge for CBS, Jim. This is you, Jim. Giselle's coming in, Jim, Jim, Jim. Jim, Jim, was this your idea, Jim? Jim, I'm gonna cry if this is your idea. You wanted to get rid of me for Jim. Blink if you're Jim. still alive, Jim. <laughs> But just damn it. That. I'm a doctor. I mean, just how how big trolling programming would that be? If, you know, Fox announces, hey, here's the first week of Tom Brady in the booth. And, you know, they figure out all the drama with, you know, Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart and all this stuff and everything. And then then, then CBS just says, hey, special three person booth this week. It's going to be Giselle Bundchen in the A game. That would just be awesome. It'd be the most watched telecast ever. If, OK, let me ask you this. If you had a pick, now forget about the game. The game is irrelevant, right? Forget about mm-hmm. what, what game well, it's Well, she's be. in the booth, duh. Okay. The game is irrelevant. But if you have to say, all right, I can only watch one game. I can watch Tom Brady's first game as an analyst. Eh. Or I can watch Giselle Bundchen's first game as an analyst. Eh, what, are you what are you watching? Bunchen on a split screen. Right? Yeah, you're watching Giselle Bundchen, right? Oh, yeah. You kidding? Giselle Bundchen. They, they wouldn't even show the game. They would just show the, the three of them in the booth and see Giselle Bunchen Why has it got to be a three-way? Well, no, three-person, because it would be a surprise. And it will be a three-person booth what? is the, what I you said. You don't frostbite. surprise people like that. No. That's a recipe for disaster. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are you talking no, about? You gotta, that's You're just breaking up families all yeah. over the place. No. You can't spring that on somebody. No, that's something you got to know going in. you got to know that going in. Uh, no, but that would be a way to keep it a surprise. Hey, it's a two-person booth, and here's the A-team for CBS, special guest, and it's Giselle Bunchen who says, Yeah, I just signed a uh, 10-year, $300 million contract to be CBS's lead analyst. List. I dig that. Great I could get man. on board with that. It would be Giselle Bundchen, That would be awesome. Uh now just one one quick thing about Giselle Bundchen, just really quick. Um when's the last time she was home? I mean, I, I mean, is she like living in Costa Rica and across? Because she's in the paper. Oh, in the paper. Yeah. Look how old yeah. I in am. The pa- she's get on the, the paper, internet. Get the paper. She's in the paper. every. I looked, I turned in the lifestyle section. There was a big picture of her. She's on the internet every day with exotic modeling pictures from somewhere, or she's riding horses with her jujitsu trainer, who is now maybe your boyfriend. She's riding your boyfriend. who? Every single day. <laughs> and I wonder, are the kids with her? Are they hanging with Tom? Does, does Tom now have them for the entire year. I know he adopted a cat. Uh I mean it, when's the last when's the last time Giselle Bündchen was home? I feel like she said, Yeah, you know what, all these years that I've been I've been home with the kids, now I'm gonna go live my best life for a while. Dude, good, she's good got a nanny. I mean but, uh, I was gonna say there's a whole team of people. She is there's there's a teacher for every subject, someone to cook lunch, yeah. someone to make sure that they're Doing their homework time, right? Here's after school. All right, now it's play time. You go out to the yard. You get your hour, and then you go from there. Wait, Jason, that, when you're that rich, you yeah. don't have to hang with your kids. Okay, well, hang on, hang on one second. Uh, it's not jail, Harmon. You don't get an hour outside and then you go back in. It's, it's. Not, and then we lift weights. They're not in prison. And then they play domino, and someone yells domino, mother blanker, and then there's a big fight. And no, they each it's... have a job in the house. <laughs> Giselle's going. by. There's a small she's, library. She's got the in books. The basement. Hey, you want, you want a yeah. book? You got a book, Andy? There's Andy, a, you book a book cart, and there's a crow that they brought in special. <laughs> Here you go. Here's your book with a rock hammer inside. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Salvation lies within. It's not, it's, it's, they go outside for an hour, and then you go, They blow the whistle, or the guard, you know, shoots the gun in the air and tell everybody, "Okay, it's over. Time to go back inside." It's not. It's not prison. It's, that it's, it's a little bit different. It's more exotic. It's on vacation. It's doing things like that. And then they drop the soap. Man, whoa! Tom, Tommy, you know Frostburg, how important it is, is that you're sure. What is... What is... Wow! I is, was taking Tommy back out to the yard, and, oh, and there's man. you. I'll tell you. Uh, Get your head out of the gutter, Smith. What? Clancy Brown took care of business. Me... Here's 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 Harmon going one way, taking the ball and going Shawshank, and here's Frostberg going the other way, going. I'm just going to say crazy Randy stuff and see how it works. You're the one who brought jail into this. I didn't know Harmon was the one that brought it up, saying you get kids get like Brady's kids get an hour in the yard. Yeah, but I didn't take it to that end. What do you mean the backyard? They got an hour out in the yard, fresh air, the yard. exercise. They shoot hoops, they play basketball. And, you know, they had the little groups, lift the, some weights. Yeah, the, the clicky groups. Maybe they're playing. occasionally you have to keep them separated. <laughs> what were they playing? What was the game they were playing in? Uh, um, uh, uh, in Blackbird, that Edgerton had to play with the uh, with the mob guy. What was? What were they playing? What was that? Uh, uh, um, bocce, uh, oh. right? They're playing bocce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do they have a lot of guards in their backyard? i a playing bocce, that's what. Well, I mean, they are worth a lot of money, so oh, it would be appropriate that they'd have a lot of guards oh, in their backyard, man. see? It oh. becomes Shawshank even if you even if you take it in the most basic of terms. Oh, but I'll tell But look at look at Giselle having Brady's back. And this is this is what I mean when I say That's true love. This story is not true. going This this Tom and Giselle, it's like the new Brad Pitt Jennifer Aniston. It's like there's something on this every day, the high Profile couple that was high profile for a long time and divorced. And Brady makes headlines because maybe he's coming back, maybe he's not. He's adopting a kitten. And Giselle's there's pictures of her every day off, either on a horse or she is posing or she's doing an interview. I mean, this is the new Brad Pitt Jennifer Aniston. This this power couple, this is not going anywhere. This is gonna be a thing. This is why maybe CBS should get rid of Tony Romo and put Giselle bündchen on opposite Tom Brady when he finally decides to go to Fox. That man, hey, so you talk about amping things up there That'd be pretty cool. I like the cut of your gym. Yeah. I like the way you talk. Yeah. No, this is good. You would <laughs> poor, Jimmy. Poor Tony Romo. But think can... about Giselle bunching in the in the booth. I mean, mm. she's had to listen to Brady drone on for twenty years. Mm-hmm by osmosis just by be happenstance you're picking up a lot like say you know your kids say say zoe's listening to something uh a song on her her phone or ipad or whatever uh if it plays often enough even if you hate the genre of music guess what all of a sudden you're bopping along and it plays the next time and it's a Pavlovian experiment that suddenly you're mouthing along the words. You don't feel good about yourself doing it, but you do it. And yeah. everybody out there with a the kid, significant other that has a genre of music, maybe mom, dad, grandma, grandma, whoever it may be in your life, coworker that doesn't use headphones, guy on the plane that doesn't use headphones. You may not like that song, but now you know it. Now it is in your head forever. Yeah, your uh, your uh, what's her name? Your um, uh, Emma Stone from Easy A. Yeah, when she gets the pocket full of sunshine that's card. Right. Oh, I hate that song. And then she's just opening the card. I got a pocket. I got. A pocket I, got, got room a, room. I got a pocket. 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 And then she's then she's just singing. I got a pocket. I Got a pocket full of sunshine. I wanna. I got. I got. I, I no. That's exactly how it goes. I I completely am in, in uh, agreement with you on there.
0: No, that's it.
1: Yeah, and then maybe it gets to an earworm that bothers you so much that you eventually do something that ends you up back in the yard. Mm -hmm. See how it all comes full circle? You know this is all part, Jason, of them getting back together, right? Yes, it's a long play. Wait, is this this an Arian Foster script? Does he have the script that they get divorced and they get back together sometime in late 2024? Does that happen? No, this is a real this, this, well, but this is a real. No, this is not. I think I, 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 <laughs> this is a real. I got to think this is part of the script. It's Brady. It's football. I got to think this is a script. Yeah. And the Jets don't get Rodgers.
0: Uh, no, no, the Jets
1: get Rodgers in every scenario, every single one. He's still a Packer. Uh, not for long.
0: Not for long.
3: Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.